Hello, and welcome to Elite Tools, your official podcast of the Coastal Elite Fantasy Baseball League. I'm going to go out on a limb and also say that that is probably the only podcast you're going to have for this fantasy baseball league. I am your commissioner, Mac Mashburn, and welcome to the show. Uh, this year, I plan on trying to give you guys all a little bit more content than we had previously. Why? Because... Hey man, it's fun. A man needs hobbies. Kenny would normally be joining me for these, and the game plan for this year is to, in fact, try to bring other people in from the league, just so everyone else can get a better sense of who everybody is. We're 20 people deep, spread across four states, maybe? We've got a diverse group of people playing and i'd like everybody to kind of get a better sense of who you're playing with now that's the game plan this first episode is going to focus on what i'm calling a big announcement so let's step back last year this league came together in a bit of a weird way i had originally had a single league of 12 teams I had another league disband and I pulled those people into this league and officially got two groups of 10 teams playing separately. Now, the vision has always been that we are a single league, right? That's why there's the one newsletter. That's why there's now one podcast. I think of this as one big group. Now, trying to play in a fantasy baseball league with 20 teams while great for some people, is a little too far on the sicko end of the spectrum for me to try to pitch to people. I don't want to live in a world where you're happy that the second baseman you're playing is getting at bats. <laughs> that doesn't make for a terribly fun experience when so much hinges on bad luck and one injury. Now, ESPN's been our host for the last few years, and it's been great, but it's never really let me realize that vision fully nobody can see what's going on with anybody else only really updates you get are when i send out these newsletters and everybody's sort of separated now i was planning on going with that this year as well but the other night i had an epiphany now a little bit about me you already know this or you don't but i'm a sicko when it comes to fantasy sports i have set up fake leagues on every major provider, tested out every setting, or found workarounds to build things that I want to work the way I want them to, even if they don't necessarily work that way on the website to begin with. In my experience, I realized I'd come across a website that would allow us to do exactly what my vision for this league is, and that is one single league with two divisions of 10 teams and each one of those divisions has its own player pool. So the big announcement this episode is that this year we will be leaving ESPN and taking our talents to Fantrax Fantasy Sports. Now I know this announcement may be met with trepidation. Every time I suggest changing websites for any reason, there is grousing. ESPN is not necessarily the gold standard when it comes to web performance or anything else when it comes to the, these fantasy websites, but it is the one people are most familiar with. I'm here to tell you that Fantrax is 
95% as good as ESPN, at least on the front end user side. It has all the same buttons and everything that you would find on ESPN. It just also happens to have more options in the back end to let me customize stuff to the point where it can do exactly what we want it to do. While there may be some grumbles up front, I assure you, I think by the end of this season, the worst anybody will feel is neutral about this. And we're even going to have people that are happy about this change. Now, the reason I'm putting this in podcast form and not trying to write this all out is that there will be some new changes now because we're going to fan tracks. That sounds bad. It's not. If anything, this actually makes things simpler. A lot of my crazier ideas that are a little less standard are not going to be implemented this year. So I'm just going to cover some of the things that are going to be different now that we're going back to fan tracks. And I'll include an official updated set of the rules that have everything laid out. But for the most part, gameplay is going to be exactly the same, right? Lineup, scoring, nothing's different with this change. Rosters are almost exactly the same. But we get a little bit of bonus abilities that we would not have had on ESPN. For instance, there's no limit on IR spots now. If you have 10 people that happen to go on the 10-day DL on, in fantasy baseball this year, you get to put all 10 on the, the fantasy DL. Additionally, I have added two minor spots. One of the fun things about fantasy baseball on a year-in-year-out basis is trying to grab some of these young players who may have an impact. 90% of the time, they don't. But it's nice when they do. The problem is Major League Baseball's player manipula uh, service time manipulation causes you to have to use a bench spot and hold on to these guys for one, two, three weeks, months, whatever. Minor spots now allow you somewhere to stash those players and you can hold on to them. And as soon as they're called up, you move them to your lineup. Simple as that. The real change this year is going to come to the regular and post-seasons. In the past, I've always had a verse league matchup. That is to say... You play everybody else in the league each week in addition to your head-to-head -head matchup. Fantrax will not allow me to implement that quite the way I want, so I'm just getting rid of it. So we're going to be simplifying down to just head-to-head -head matchups. This is a head-to-head -head league. That shouldn't be a problem. I always did the first league matchup because that helps eliminate a lot of the luck that comes with bad matchup, uh, weekly matchups. So to still sort of allow for the best teams an opportunity to play for the championship in the event that bad luck happens during the season, the top four seeds for each division are going to be based on record. The five and the six seeds are going to be based on total points. I think it's going to work out to be more or less the exact same. The only difference is going to end up being you might have a little bit of differences in seeding versus who makes the playoffs and who doesn't, which is really what I'm shooting for. The other change is going to be the postseason not being quite as weird as I had envisioned. So put that out of your head. Postseason is just going to be a normal single elimination tournament. What's nice is because we're all playing on the same league now, instead of two separate websites, we're all in one place, we can have a proper championship between the two teams. So the Dylan Papier Cup I laid out last week still exists. Now, though, we'll get to watch it play out in real time all together. The other casualty of this move is going to be the salary cap draft. I know I'd been looking forward to trying to have a salary cap draft again after a year off. It's just not going to work out. At the end of the day, it's probably for the best because having tried to schedule a draft for everyone, it has been an absolute nightmare. 
I think I sent out the survey sometime last week and I got initial returns back and not a single time slot for either group had full availability. I bring this up because one of the benefits of fan tracks versus other providers is that it allows for the option of a slow draft. For those unfamiliar, that is essentially a draft that takes place over the course of a week or two weeks rather than over two hours. I prefer this in a lot of ways because it works around our schedules. It helps you do a little bit more thinking and research into each pick and not necessarily have to, to, to make split-second decisions. But I know people prefer the live draft. So the first goal is always going to be trying to get that live draft scheduled. I'm going to try to get everybody to finish up their, their surveys this weekend. And if we cannot make that work, we will do the slow draft. But it is a backup. It is not the main plan. Lastly, the changes I'll outline are for finances. This isn't going to be free, but it's not going to be breaking anybody's bank. This website, to do everything with this the way I'm looking for, it's going to be $7 a manager. If that is a hardship, $7, or you are personally affronted by this, I will cover you. Another benefit is that finances are going to be managed through the website itself. Last year, I'd used LeagueSafe as a third-party payment system because Venmo and PayPal have rules against using them for fantasy sports. I don't want to have all my money taken away and lose the ability to use those payment apps, so I don't use them for fantasy anymore if I can't help it. One of the complaints I got last year, though, is that LeagueSafe uses and has a transaction fee if you're paying with a credit card. Good news is Fantrax doesn't. So not only do we not have to go to a third party to try to pay this in a whole other place, it's not going to cost us extra if you pay with a credit card for the league versus PayPal, for instance. So those are the big overall changes. Uh, again, rosters are basically the same. We get some minor spots. The regular season's playing more like a regular season. Uh, there's no verse league anymore, but to avoid bad luck, the top fourth, excuse me, the fifth and the sixth teams into the playoffs will have be based on total points. The postseason's going to be a standard single elimination tournament with one champion at the end, which we'll get to the prize is, as I outlined last week, because I don't want to hear complaining of, oh, that league's easier in this league. The payouts are mostly on the division championship side. The league grand champion is going to be a payout in a donation to charity. And then finally, we can use the website itself to pay in and collect fees, which is going to make everyone's life, and by everyone, my life, a lot easier. Now, moving forward, next steps are going to be I have to schedule the draft still. So if you haven't filled out the form already, fill it out. I will contact anybody uh, that I need to to try to negotiate uh, getting a live draft scheduled. And if I simply cannot make that work, I will follow up with each group about a slow draft format. I'm going to send out registration links for the website sometime today. If you have any problems signing up or anything, let me know. And that's basically it. I don't have much more to, to, to bring up today. Again, change always leads to people complaining. Please bear with me. I think you're going to find that this is going to be better for us overall. 
If you had bad experience with fan tracks in the past, don't worry. I'm not doing anything as weirdly as I did in the past that would have led to some of those bad experiences. And the website is far and above where it was three, four, hell, five years ago. So if you have any issues or have any problems or have any questions, come to me. I'm here to help. We'll get through this. And I think you're going to find it's going to be a better experience for everybody. So thank you all for listening. And I hope next time I'm going to be coming to you with Kenny and or a guest or somebody to liven this up a little bit because nothing is worse than hearing me drone on for 12 to 15 minutes. Although if you have problems going to sleep, feel free to put this on in the background. It can almost be nerd ASMR of a sort. Minus the whispering. I don't get the whole ASMR thing, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. So anyway, thanks for listening. Look forward to talking to you guys and playing with you this year. And if you need anything, reach out to me. Let me know. Take care, everybody.